Hello, it's Dr. Audrey Tang here with another season of Retrain Your Brain. And I'm going back to my original style of giving you some quick tips to boost your day. If you do want to listen to more guest interviews and to hear all the well-being advice from the experts, do visit my other podcast, which is The Wellbeing Lounge, and you can find that on Buzzsprout. So for today, we are looking at quick mood boosters you can do right now. Self-care doesn't need to be an additional chore. All of these mood boosters fall within one of the three key tenets of happiness suggested by Martin Seligman's positive psychology. Finding meaning or purpose, being in a state of flow and healthy relationships. So let's think about finding meaning and purpose first. Number one, join a class or a club something you've always wanted to try or something you've always enjoyed, there you are likely to meet like-minded people where you know you can connect on certain topics of conversation. Number two, volunteer somewhere. This might allow you a sense of fulfillment because you can give a little bit of time or money back to the community. Number three, Reconnect with your authentic self. We all spend time performing adaptive roles. The professional, the partner, the child, the leader, the nurse, the doctor, the teacher, and so on. Being on your own allows you to touch base with who you are and what you really love. So if you are the type of person who just loves pretending you're a Jedi in your dressing gown or dancing in your boxes to Gangnam style, do it. Number four, build a positivity reservoir. Save images of things, of people, of experiences that make you smile. That's just something which reminds you of the things that are important to you. Now let's look at building healthy relationships. Out of these, number one, call an old friend randomly. If you find yourself out walking, just scroll down your contacts and give someone a call. Chances are they will be delighted to hear from you. And if you're not quite ready to chat, just drop them a text. We don't deliberately lose touch with people. We just don't always have the time. And if you're a little worried about not having been in touch, it's likely they feel just as guilty. So don't let that stop you. Number two with healthy relationships is accept invitations. Even if you're unsure that you'll enjoy the event, at least you'll know for next time and you might actually meet other people who think the same whilst you're there. And that could be the start of a beautiful friendship. Number three, be honest with your values. It's okay to edit your life. So look carefully at your current relationships and ask yourself, which ones are reciprocal? Which ones bring me joy? Which ones encourage honesty? Which ones can I rely on? And most importantly, which ones are with people I respect for their own values and their own behaviors? Then actively choose to spend time with those people, which means you can tell the others, I'm so sorry, I'm really busy. And number four, invite people over. Being a host can be really energizing and it doesn't take a lot of work to pour a few nibbles in a bowl and maybe have a sanitizer there if you're sharing them arrange a film night a sports night a games night and when it comes to games maybe try the more unusual cooperative games rather than monopoly games such as pandemic or betrayal house on haunted hill or even tabletop escape games such as unlock are great ways to get chatting about strategy and teamwork and then the third tenet is finding your flow so Make your living environment as positive as you can to get that sense of 
positive affect. Photos of the people you love, feelings of comfort, all of those things can help you. And if you have at least one clear space that feels relaxing and safe, this can make a huge difference to how you feel and how you perform in that space. Number two of finding your flow is be effective in your self-care choices. Recognize when you're enjoying something, decide if that activity energizes you or relaxes you, decide what you need, and then simply pick from that list of things you know you enjoy that energize you or relaxes you. The secret to this is if we're feeling stressed, then something that relaxes us is probably going to be more effective than something that energizes us. But if we're feeling down and apathetic, then an energizer may be more useful than a relaxant. Remember also when it comes to flow, that physical health can affect your mental health. So eat, sleep, exercise, get the blood pumping. It can help clear your mind. Overindulgence can result in feelings of guilt. It can result in excess weight and that in addition to feeling sluggish, is something else that you just don't need to worry about. So simply getting out can help you get a little bit more vitamin D, can increase feelings of happiness. It can counter things such as seasonal affective disorder as we head into winter. But also what it allows us to do is connect within our community. And people watching is such a wonderful thing to do that makes us feel part of life. And finally, this seems so silly, but make your bed every day. Seems so trivial, but it is an act of self-care. We spend a lot of time in our bedroom and you are worth being welcomed back to a straightened duvet cover. Recognize all the little wins and the little things that make you feel great. And gratitude practice is a good way to do this. And that would cover times when you feel that you really connect with life, connect with your purpose, that you're feeling in flow, that you love spending time with those people around you. It works as a reminder that life is hopefully not too bad. And that's all we have time for. But if you'd like to find out more, do go to my website, which is www.draudreyt.com and check out my articles, which give you practical tools to live your best life. Or you can go to my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Audrey Tang, Tools to Thrive.